I'll just do like the introduction and then we'll go from there. Let's go. Yeah. Welcome to Wine and Wisdom Podcast. I'm Dee Owens. You can follow our Instagram at wine underscore wisdom podcast and follow our Facebook at wine and wisdom podcast. I'm so excited for today's show. Um, without further ado, please welcome Jamie Sherla to the show. Did I say it right? Hello. Yes, you got it. You nailed it. How are you doing today, Jamie? Doing so, so good. I am still new to the Texas area. And uh, so this crazy Texas heat. I've uh, been dealing with the temperatures of that, but I, I feel like I'm holding my own. So all is good. I can only imagine I'm in Pennsylvania and today was hot for me. So I can only imagine your type of hot. Yeah. I'm like, but see here in Texas, like where well, I'm in Austin. And so it's like, it just feels hot. I grew up in Ohio. So close to you. And to me, the humidity is what made it miserable. But I'm like, no, like it's just literally hot outside and it's summer, so it's appropriate. So it might never matter, right? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here. Oh, I'm so stoked to be here. I've been waiting forever for this. <laughs> yes, we've been talking for some time and we finally were able to with our schedules to do this recording. So I'm so excited. Um, well, let's get into who you are, what you do and all that. So Jamie is a mindset tr transformation coach and so many other things. So let's get to know you a little bit and what you do. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So uh, mindset transformation coach. I'm also a certified life coach and an NLP practitioner. Uh, I specialize like my sweet spot is doing one-on-one -on -one virtual coaching for men and women all around the world. Um, it is more of an identity of the people that I assist rather than um, like a specific target market of type of business or whatever. Um, and it is what I like to refer to as the workaholic. <laughs> that is the individual who uses work as their drug of choice. Work is their outlet to run from all of their inner demons. Um, yes. The I'll be happy when syndrome and then the other uh, characteristic or identity that I specialize in working with is what I like to refer to as the strong friend. Mm. And that is the friend who always, uh, has to show up, show up and be strong for everybody else. And they can't ever show their weaknesses. And then they start to burn out and they feel like nobody is there for them. I'm the coach for them. That is so interesting because I am that friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, bless you for being that person because everybody needs a strong friend too, but the strong friend needs needs some support as well. Yes. Sorry, I'm just uh, plugging my charger in because no, I don't need my uh, laptop to die on. I'm sorry about that. So, yes, yeah, being a strong friend is very difficult. <laughs> it's very difficult. It has many hats and stuff like that. So, um, you said men and women, you are your clients that you get notes particular um age group anything so you you're you're all rounded and got got knowledge yeah, for everyone yeah. i've worked with my youngest client has been 18 and my oldest has been 64 wow. uh i also i've worked with people out of india australia bali uk netherlands united states um so it's been a lot of fun and then outside of that i do also do more like high level group coaching stuff on like productivity mindset motivation boundaries, 
boundaries is like my absolute favorite thing to coach on ever. Um, and then I also run in-person wellness retreats. Um, and next it'll be in March. Uh, it'll be my five-year anniversary hosting a retreat in the country of Panama. So I'm super excited about that. And then other than that, I'm addicted to CrossFit. I'm a dog mom. I love coffee. Um, I volunteer very, very heavily within my church. I also volunteer and run a group on faith and fitness. I volunteer and serve on two different nonprofits. One is uh, for, it's called We Are Not Broken, which is um, a nonprofit organization that allows women and girls to share their scar stories that which are visible and invisible. Another one is a faith and fitness type of nonprofit. And then um, I have a second business called Relentless Glory, where it's just empowering the world and teaching bold people to, to, to live a strong Christian life and, and boldly be able to say it. Wow. You definitely wear many, many hats, but I love it. Everything that you do is so positive and just making an impact on people. So that's what we love here. And we love women supporting women, supporting everyone, but you know, um, and it's just a beautiful thing that you're doing here. How did you get into the life coaching and things of such like that? Oh, girl. So um, I believe everybody has a story and none of us make it through life without adversity. That is for sure. Um, mine happens to be pretty diverse personally and professionally. Um, I always like to say, and you're going to learn this very quickly as we're doing this, I am obsessed with quotes and I have a quote for everything. <laughs> I love um, it. <laughs> but, yes. But one of them is that we can only connect the dots looking backwards. So looking back at it now, coach was always a part of my identity um, when I was in junior high, like I played in school, I played tons of sports and I lived in a really, really small town was, so was able to play multiple sports within a season, but I started coaching cheer and gymnastics when I was 16. Mm -hmm. I coached competitive cheer. I coached special needs individuals. I was a director for the state of Ohio for special Olympics competitive cheer. Um, I personally, uh, also was just always naturally the motivator and the leader for everybody. Um, but through my own journey, it was because deep down I was so bitter and miserable. Um, so I would just pour into taking care of everybody else. And by the end of the day, I was super exhausted. <clears throat> the strong friend. That's why I know that person so very well because ah, I used to be her. It makes lots yes, of Yes. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, just professionally, I did hair massage therapy, Zumba instructor, I did network marketing. I sold life insurance. I worked corporate. I hustled and I waitressed outside of that. Um, like I said, I would coach. I coached many all-stars. I did hair on the deceased. I was a facilitator for grieving kids due to death of a loved one. So that was kind of the career side. And then the, the personal side, parents got divorced at a really young age. Anger and alcohol raised me. Um, was in a super abusive relationship. Drugs and alcohol were an issue. Um, I attempted suicide on multiple occasions. I was raped. I experienced a lot of death in my life, which was between um, friends dying in car accidents, murder, suicide, overdose, family members to old age, cancer, you name it. So um, yeah, again, connecting the dots, looking backward, the identity of coach was just always there and stepping in and playing that role. Um, I'm also still very, very into fitness. So naturally leading and coaching in that aspect is something that just I do for fun because I love it. Um, so then randomly I just stumbled. This was like before like sponsored ads were like a big thing on Facebook and it ended up being based out of the UK and it was about becoming a coach. And I'm like, 
I don't know why I'm drawn to this, but I am. And I never really thought about it, like doing it for a living. And that was back in 2017. Next thing I know, I was giving thousands of dollars to somebody over the phone and and calling up my bank, like telling them it's not a scam. Like this, (gasps) I'm I'm confirming I'm making this purchase. And uh, yeah, it's a leap of faith and just went through an actual coaching academy to get certified. And now I'm here today. Wow. What a story. (laughs) Very high cliff notes. (laughs) but I definitely want to get into a few of those things, um, that you mentioned there. Um, it was so much mentioned. Let me, (laughs) let me back up. Take a moment, take a moment. I'm a Uh, fast talker and I, I, I've mastered telling this story too. No, it's okay. I absolutely love your energy. And that's one of the things that made me, I was like, okay, she'd be perfect for the show. You just have this like fire bubbly energy. Um, But how did you face all that adversity and come out to be this positive person and try to be that for other people and to kind of guide them into getting through whatever they're going through and being the strong friend? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, You know, it definitely wasn't something that happened overnight um, because like I was a very, very bitter child because I was tossed back and forth. So I was being parented in two totally different styles. I threw myself into sports and work because I didn't want to be home because the environment I grew up in, like I functioned as I thrived in chaos because when things were calm, that meant ish was about to hit the fan. Mm. And so I actually would get anxiety in the calm instead. Um, and so anything that I could do to just distract myself to actually have to sit with my own emotions. So I would run from them. And that was why I would pour so heavily into other people. Um, and actually fun fact, when I was in eighth grade, my mom even was like, Jamie, you are freaking super angry. She made me go to the doctor. And this was also even before, you know, mental health was quite as viral as what it is now on social media. But at that time, so I'm 31 now at the age of 13, they diagnosed me as depressed and they put me on antidepressants. And in a six month time span, they tried me on four different antidepressants. Like I was a science experiment. Um, and then, so when I was 16, um, this would have been 15 years ago, I lost two of my best friends in a car accident on July 3rd. And I pulled myself off my antidepressants. And I was like, I'm not, I, I wish I could tell you like, what it was, um, I, I call it, I call my God that took care of me on that because something just made me stop taking them. And then I just, for a long time, I continued to cope by, I mean, I went through a phase of obviously, like I said, drugs and alcohol, anything to numb, actually dealing with my problems. And I always was blaming myself for everything. I was just so desperately seeking love that I never thought that I deserved. And so um, I think that's the other reason why I'm so passionate about helping people through that is because one, I'm not going to say that my situation is the same as theirs or it was worse than theirs, but I can at least relate in a lot of different types of messed up stuff or messed up stuff that has happened. Um, But then also along that journey, I was always very intrigued with how the brain worked. And then finally, when I got backed into a corner where I got really, really low um, and there was multiple occasions, but one in particular where I tried killing myself and um, I was too intoxicated. So it wasn't working. And the next thing I know, I wake up and 
my mom is laying in my bed with me and I'm begging my mother to let me end my life. So yet another moment where I feel like God was the one that stepped in and was protecting us both. Cause I, I don't know how I put my mom through that. And I don't know what in me was like only asking for her approval. And that was the only string that was left for me to hold on to from wanting to attempt yet again. And so um, it was kind of even through that point, it wasn't this come to Jesus moment, even at that point, we're like, today is the day I'm going to change. Right. I had weeks I was laying on my sister's couch, just bawling my eyes out and just wouldn't work. Um, I went through some very de like depressed seasons, um, but then I got sucked into kind of just personal development, started reading a lot of books. I've always been intrigued with how the brain works. And through that journey over time, I started to chip away at it. And then I started to get around better people, um, which made me a better person. So that definitely helped a lot. Um, but then I think that just what I have learned, again, going back to that concept of connecting the dots, looking back is the brain is just like a muscle that you would train in the gym, right? Like if you want to get stronger at doing pushups, mm -hmm. you have to practice doing a pushup to get that muscle stronger, to do more pushups consistently. Mm -hmm. So it all starts and ends within our minds. If we want to change the way we think about ourselves, if we want to learn how to choose gratitude and happiness over woe is me. We have to train ourselves and practice daily to, to think differently. Mm -hmm. um, so I know I kind of went on a side tangent there, but I guess that's just what came up for me to just share on <laughs> how it all happened. And it, it was just, it was a process, I guess. No, I love everything that you said. I wanted to touch base on two of the things that you said. The first one was um, the environment. I should I should have brought my pencil so I can take notes at things that you say. Because <laughs> um, it's just, you're bringing up great points. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to talk about that. But the environment that you're around and changing the environment, how did, and like that affecting your mindset, how important is it to surround yourself with positive people and the people that are you know in in a positive state how does that affect you and your you know healing through traumatic things and going through things of such um you know and i think that uh, the I, I love to to speak in analogies as well and um it's almost like <sighs> i don't know if you can relate to this like you know how it's like if growing up you have like whether like a grandmother or a parent always was like baking apple pie, like when they knew you were coming or they always had a specific candle or there's always a specific detergent mm -hmm. that they had, right? But if you were around them all the time, you wouldn't notice that smell. So when you remove yourself from your environment and you come back, then you notice it. I think that whether it's a positive, whether it's a negative, whether it's a motivating environment, if you get sucked into one for too long, you're going to get acclimated to it. You'll become it. And then now you don't recognize it. So say if you have the trash piling up in your house and for the first couple of days, it stinks, but you just kind of let it go, which I hope not, but say you do, you get adjusted to that and you don't realize how bad your apartment stinks until somebody else comes over and was like, whoa, dude, it right. reeks in you. Take out your freaking trash. So I feel like that's kind of how we are, is that if we get sucked into, I, I know it's such, this was a cheesy quote, but it's a very popular one too, is they say you are the five people you hang around. You're going to be within 10 to $15,000 of income of who it is that, which are the five people closest to you. Mm 
So if you want to grow to become the next level version of yourself, make Mm -hmm. sure that those five other people are at that level of where you want to be, because naturally you're going to get acclimated to that environment. You're going to pick up their habits. You're going to start speaking the same way they do. You're going to carry yourself the way that they do. Um, Yeah. So I think that's how I would like to explain that. I love that. No, that was perfection. Um, It is. I completely agree. Um, And I think going to the next phase of your life, you start to realize people that you want to surround yourself by the environments, uh, there's certain things, because there's certain things that, you know, me, um, I'm turning 27 this year, things that I would do at 20, even last year, but at 21 and 22, I'm like, I, I have so much more to like look forward to now. And I have so many things and things that I want to accomplish. And I'm just like the people that I want to be around has completely changed and the things that I'm interested in and my habits and everything is definitely changing, you know, as you start to realize what you want to be around. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing that I wanted to bring up that you mentioned before was your coping um, and how you coped in with, in with the drugs and alcohol. And, you know, even though this show is called Wine and Wisdom and I love my wine, don't get me wrong. I definitely believe in drinking responsibility, responsible, drinking responsible. <laughs> and, um, you know, I also want to make it very, very known that addiction is, is very serious and, um, being in an environment around people who are constantly, you know, drinking or constantly doing things of such like that. But I want to ask you based off your personal experience, what would you have to say to somebody that may be struggling with their drinking and finding ways to cope um, and escaping things that they are going through? Yeah. Um, I'm going to tread lightly here because I, I, um, in my experience, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would necessarily say that I would categorize mine as an addiction Mm -hmm. because mine was just very much an avoidance tactic. Um, it wasn't that like I was constantly needing that fix, but Mm -hmm. what I, as I grew through a lot of things, I recognized that when I wanted to run from my demons, it wasn't just alcohol. It wasn't drugs. It maybe it was even like trying to throw myself into a relationship of somebody who would make me feel like I was loved. Binge eating was a big vice of mine where I was like, listen, you're a beast and beast don't cry. You have two choices. You don't want to be an idiot and get wasted because you got to work tomorrow. Okay. Next thing you know, I'm driving to the grocery store, picking up a tube of cookie dough and smashing it all in one sitting. Like for me, it was, it was, it was very much just, I wanted to find comfort and just to, to, to ease away from the pain of what I wasn't ready or quite willing to face. Mm -hmm. Um, so if I could at least give some wisdom or encouragement from that light, not necessarily addiction, because I don't feel, um, that I am equipped to, to, to give necessarily that advice. Um, it would be one, uh, and, and I, I hate saying this cause I swear I'm not one of those coaches that is trying to get a sales pitch out of this, like hire a coach. Even as a coach, I have a coach. It is an unbiased person who isn't going to like coddle to you because they love you and they know you and they're trying to necessarily look at what's best for you. They're going to hold you accountable, but then also because you're paying to invest in a coach or investing in therapy or something like that, 
is you're recognized that you're worth that you're worth that investment and you're putting that work in that to me is also that's the true meaning of self-care not the bubble baths and the wine and the massages it's sitting down and working through the gunk and it's not fun to do alone so having somebody that can be in the trenches with you is i know there's people who do better doing it alone some people that's that's their their path is they're meant to figure it out alone for me I love accountability. Again, that's why I always need somebody to be my blind spots because I will be the first to tell you that I am not perfect. And I have my moments where like I old, old side of Jamie tries creeping <laughs> in really, back. really hard. And I need someone to check me and know how to pull me out of that. No, I'm and so I think, yeah, I think outside of that, the biggest one, which I don't want to uh, offend anybody either, but I at least want it to very much be known for me. Like I would know how to do this without God. That's the only thing I can, I know I've kind of planted that this whole time. And I know some people don't have a good relationship with him or don't even have one at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, like, that's the only thing I can give credit to because I I used to throw myself out of moving vehicles when I was super wasted, like Mm -hmm. how I'm even here today that 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 wasn't me. me. (laughs) So that's how I'm going to answer that. No, absolutely. And going back to what I was saying, not necessarily meaning addiction or alcohol addiction or, you know, drug addiction, just meaning to touch on ways that people can cope or that they are are trying to cope with things and trying to escape whatever they're going through. Um, But your advice was perfect. Well, I just wanted to touch on that again. Um, But I wanted to also talk about what do your, what can, if someone would like to get coached by you, what can they expect from you and what can they expect from your coaching? Yeah. So, um, one, they can expect that, that it's a journey we go on. We didn't get this way overnight, so it's not going to go away overnight. So one, they can expect that it's, they're not going to work with me for less than three months because we got some heavy stuff to work through a lot of habits to break and a lot of habits to build. Um, so that's one part, but two, you can clearly expect a lot of energy. Like this is me (laughs) all hours of the day, coffee or no coffee. I just, I'm a very bold and intense individual, but, um, I just think it's important. And this is one thing that I I take a lot of pride in that I I've very much mastered is knowing when it's appropriate to dig deep and empathize and just be there to nurture and care for that person in that season. So they know that they're heard, loved and understood, but I'm not not, also not afraid to kick your booty. Like, (laughs) okay, I see what you're saying, but I call BS. Like, let's stop it right now and we're going to do instead. Um, So you can expect tough love, Jamie, and tender loving care, Jamie. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. What would be some motivational advice you would have for someone um, trying to break old habits and um, push to be their best selves? What is some motivational words or something that you can say to them? to help them kind of break through and keep pushing through. Personally, for me, I, I want to know for myself as well, because I'm trying to work on being my best self. So how, what was some advice or something that you would say to someone? There's like five of them that popped into my brain. So I'm <laughs> you trying know, you to do narrow as many it down. as you would like. <laughs> I think I'll narrow it down to two. Um, because they'll kind of go hand in hand. Okay. Um, one, I would say is be patient and give yourself grace Mm. because the, the high expectations we put on ourselves and where we're trying to reach again, that's what I specialize in helping people with. They're like, I'll be happy when I become this best, best version. 
Well, when that when gets here, now all of a sudden you're wanting that next fix because it didn't turn out like you thought it was going to. And you're also not going to be perfect. Like, so say if somebody is wanting to start going to gym and they haven't stepped foot into a gym in over a year, if you honestly put the pressure on yourself that you have to show up seven days a week and you have to completely remove all of the food that you've been eating and switch it out with freaking salads, you're going to be miserable. Yeah. I will tell you, you're going to F up. And so I think that, again, giving the patience and grace with yourself for that very thing, know that you're going to mess up, know that it's going to be a journey and don't expect it to be perfect. Um, so that's, that's advice one, um, two, that would go into this. Uh, I actually share this on another podcast because we love it that much mm -hmm. is anyone and everyone at any given moment in time is either in a storm, coming out of a storm, or going into a storm. Mm. So again, going back to the expectations, know that life is still going to happen. Things are going to happen that aren't going to go your way. Mm. Your ego is going to get bruised. You're going to be triggered by a past experience. You're going to experience rejection. You're going to experience failure. So know that those storms are coming, but also remember that they don't last forever. Mm. So when you're not in a storm, appreciate that, but don't think that because you went through a storm that another one isn't going to be coming. Mm, love it. <laughs> You're dropping <laughs> gems today. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I know that you have a few um, different types of outlets that you use. Um, like you have a few businesses we know about. Um, I want to talk about your blog. I was skimming through your blog. Um, what's in your blog? I, I would love to talk about what you have in your blog and what you talk about in your blog. First of all, oh my goodness, that makes my heart so happy. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I have my website and I always tell people to cyberstalk me, but I never know if people actually go in and check my Blogs. I, I forget to go check. I forget to even go check to see if anybody reads them once I post them. Um, because Here's a fun fact or a secret. Um, my blog is definitely where almost my version of a diary where Ooh. I very much like if there's something that's going on in my life, if there's a, a recent breakthrough I've had, or if there's something in my past that like is just really sitting with me and I'm just imagining that journey of how I overcame it and what that used to feel like. Mm -hmm. I like just use that kind of as my outlet. Um, so I think it's the one, it might be a little bit further down, but um, it's called the unexpected nightmare. Oh my goodness. I can't believe I'm about to say this because nobody knows this. I think I even just told my mom this like <laughs> six months ago and I just posted this or I posted this in like 2018, um, but it's called the unexpected nightmare. And it's actually about the experience of when I got raped. Um, and when I wrote it, it was because I thought I had dealt with it and I didn't tell anybody about the fact that I was raped. And then I ended up having an extremely bad nightmare. And so, you know how like you're having a good dream and then you wake up and you're like, oh, no, but it was such a good dream. And you go back yeah. to sleep and you want to pick back up on that dream, but you can't. So um, 
yeah, I was hoping that was going to happen in this situation. And it didn't, I woke up because like, I was having such a bad nightmare. I got up, even went to the bathroom, like took my dog out, drank some water, went to lay back down and it can, the nightmare continued. Like I couldn't. So I was afraid to go back to sleep. So instead I was lying in like sitting up in bed in the middle of the night. And I just was literally sharing about the nightmare and the situation. And I kept it super vague so I could get my emotions out. Um, but yeah, that's what that one's about. There's other ones of just different things that I've experienced or that I'm growing through. Cause that's everything too, is I guess a coach of what to expect of me. I'm, I'm not perfect and I never will be. And so I deal with problems just like everybody else. And I'm super transparent about that, that I'm not here to act like I'm better than anybody, but I'm here to, to be there with you through whatever your journey is meant to be. So, but yeah, those blogs, that's my little secret. Those, those are usually all the, the deep inner stuff that a lot of people don't, I don't actually talk to. Like, I mean, I do like I share bits and pieces, <laughs> but that's more of like, if you really want to know Jamie, like behind the scenes, that's how you'll find out. Wow. Well, first <laughs> off, brave. That was just so brave of you. And I feel like someone reading that will appreciate your honesty and will appreciate how raw and how, and you know, how you express what you were going through um I'm definitely going to be looking at all your blogs now <laughs> from now on and going and, and checking them out and getting getting to know you I guess and getting to know you know your thoughts and stuff like that so I'm excited about that um but I also wanted to talk about the retreats that you do we, you mentioned that can we talk about what those and retreats entail the upcoming one what to expect from it where is it at all the information let's hear it <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, yes, I, um, another fun fact about Jamie. Yes. I just referred to myself in the third person. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I love like keeping things fresh and new. So I don't ever like to repeat things. Um, so last year's was unleash and refuel. Um, I do use the same like location so far every year, but that's just because I absolutely love it. Um, so it's going to be March 5th through the 12th of 2023. And it is in Santa Catalina, Veraguas, Panama. Ooh. So we go there for a week. It's like six hours away from Panama city, Panama. It's right on the water. It's during their dry season. It's beautiful. Like you have no cell service. So we do surf lessons. We do yoga. We do mindset workshops. We paddleboard. We get I, uh, we get lunch on the islands by ourselves. We get to go snorkeling. Um, we just do all of the things. And for me, it's, I, um, I also like if somebody does through my coaching, I call it the beauty beast bootcamp because I believe it's important to balance out both worlds. So just like I show up with tender, loving care, but also like beast mode, tough love side, um, within my retreats energy wise, I think it's important that we need to tap into that sense of peace and calm but we need to learn how to embrace that, like that inner, that fire that just freaking makes us do such amazing things in this world. So you always are going to expect a little bit of both of that. So right now, still kind of winging it on what I'm going to have this. We have plenty of time yet, but um, on what this next one is going to entail, but roughly that's still what you can expect. Wow. And that's March of 2023. Correct. Which is on my website as well. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure we'll get all your links and everything um, towards the end. And then I'll also link it in the episode. Your new, your new business that you started with your business partner. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that one was actually super cool and totally unexpected. Um, it was January of this year and I was just, I was in a season. I was in a very, very stormy season. And I was like, 
read my Bible one morning. I was like, God, like, this is silly. Like, I love what I'm doing and I love my life. Don't get me wrong. Like, I know I'm very blessed. I'm like, but man, I'm just tired of doing everything alone. Like, cause I'm single, no kids and I have amazing friends, but like everybody with my friends are on relationships or even like, oh, I have so many people who have business partners and I'm like, I don't know if I trust somebody enough to, to <laughs> you know, latch on in business with, cause my, my coaching business is my baby. And this particular individual, I actually had connected with her through a Facebook group, um, like two or three years ago was on her podcast. Her and I were both like super, just blunt and bold, powerful women. And we connected very well. And I felt like I've known her my whole life and we just randomly stayed in touch. And she had reached out to me back in like December of last year. She's like, Hey, just like, let's do a zoom call. Let's just chat. And, uh, cause she's in Illinois and I'm like, we started talking and then all of a sudden in January, I was like reading something out of my Bible. And I'm like, I don't want to do this by myself. Like, what can I do? All of a sudden I'm like, Olivia. And so I reached out to her. I was like, call me crazy. I don't know why I'm going here with this, but I was like, I would love to do some type of collaboration. Like she's a coach. I'm like, I'm not touching your coaching business. I'm a coach. You're not touching mine. But what if we created like a side business together and whatever happens, happens. And we're both very strong women of God. And um, we jumped on a call in the end of February. And within an hour, we had a mission statement, a logo, a business name, a purpose, and an entire vision of what we wanted to do. Like God was working overtime in that. So we just launched this actually on April 1st. We launched our YouTube page. Uh, we launched our first merch uh, July 1st. Um, but yeah, it's super cool because her and I are so very similar, but so polar opposite. Like I was born and raised Catholic. You already know the rest of my other story with that. And then, um, you know, now I'm back into the church and I, I do more non-denominational and just refer to myself as a Christian. She was raised with family members that were atheists, Buddhists, and Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, had her, you know, had a lot of very, very traumatic things happen herself, but even like culturally speaking, we are like anything someone throws at us like okay well you're biased because of this I'm like nah she's black I'm white no <laughs> you can't go that way yeah. I was Catholic she wasn't she lives here I live there this was her experience this was mine like no matter what like we're not here to judge anybody and like we can all love whether we agree or disagree and that's what we really get to represent um so the name is relentless glory and we just say relentlessly living for the glory of God Oh my gosh, that is so adorable. Can we talk about the fact of you two meeting through like social media and becoming friends and starting a business? Like what? I guess I forgot a major detail there. So what's crazy is we had done all of this. We launched this business together before we ever met each other in person. So we started building the business <gasps> and then she came. It was in was at the end of May, she flew out to Austin and we met for the first time and we did our like branding photos and we did a whole bunch of like our um, oh, YouTube goodness. channel videos together. So we had batch film all of our content, but yeah, we, we launched a business together and we hadn't even met in person. I love it. I love it. I'm all for it. I'm on Bumble BFF. I've met a few people on that. Um, and I just think it's amazing. Sometimes you never know meeting somebody that you would never expect to and how they can change your life and how, you know, you guys literally have created this amazing 
business and are building and have all these great things happening. I think that's amazing. I, I love amazing. it. Um, yes. I wish you guys all the best with that. Thank and you. I just love how you guys just instantly, you know, connected like that. That's amazing. She's been a blessing. That's for sure. She keeps me in check. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's, uh, you said you have a YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel. We have a TikTok. We have a Facebook. We have an Instagram. We have a LinkedIn. So relentless glory awesome um so we have life coaching what else did you say that you do i'm, I'm trying to remember everything i'm sorry it's a whole lot girl trust me you're good you're good uh yeah the life coaching the the retreats the relentless glory the the fitness stuff the faith stuff <laughs> we are not broken stuff i love it all the things, all good things, all positive things, all things that are, I think, elevating yourself and your mind and your body and things of such. So nothing wrong. Is there anything additional that you would like to add? Hmm. Let's <laughs> see. So I always like to end with quotes and I know, I know I've already there was a one. couple. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Was, I did have one question. Okay, go ahead. Um, hopefully this doesn't run out of time. If it does, I'll just make a new, another one really quick. But I wanted to know, how did you, what would your advice be to someone that is like you, you knew that you wanted to start something um, and you just followed your heart and went with it. And now you have your business. What is some advice that you would have to somebody that's maybe in a space of trying to start something um, completely out of the, their element? Um. So I'm actually going to kind of switch this a little bit because in all honesty, I never knew that this is what I would be doing. Like if you would have told me that I would have my own coaching business full time and I would be living in Texas, I would never have believed you at all. Um, so I think the biggest advice I can give there is trust the process. Like it's always going to work out. Just trust the process. Love it. Well, thank you so much. Where can our listeners find you again and um, find all your links and what you're doing, what you're up to? Yes, you can cyberstalk me on Instagram at Jamie the Coach, uh, my Facebook, Jamie Sharla, uh, my website, Jamie Sharla Coaching, The Relentless Glory, like I said, you can find there. But yeah, just cyberstalk me. And then if there's <laughs> ever anything that you guys need or if you just need some motivational kicks in the butts, I got you. Um, but yes, thank you so much for being here, Jamie. It was a pleasure speaking with you. I can't wait to see all the things that you do. And like I said, I'm definitely going to stalk you, cyber stalk you just a little bit. <laughs> Listen, have at it all you want. It's funny. I'm like, not that any, if someone's going to stalk you, right. It's not like they need approval. So I feel like it makes it less creepy. If I give you the go ahead, like that's what it's there for anyway. So whether it's a lot or a little, go ahead, do your thing, girl. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, make sure you also follow her Instagram. She has all these cute, uh, first off, really quickly, your Instagram, you can scroll. If you're looking for some like motivation during your day, all you have to do is go right on her Instagram. She has a reel going and it'll, it'll just make your day a, like 10 times better. <laughs> Thank you. So make sure to go follow. Um, what's your website? One more time. Uh, my website is jamiesharlocoaching.com. So I'm sure we're going to have to probably drop the link because I know, listen, <laughs> y'all will be winners if you can figure out that spelling on your own. But uh, yeah, jamiesharlocoaching.com and then the Instagram, Jamie the Coach. Those are probably the two easiest places to find me. Perfect. I'll be sure to link that in this episode. 
thank you so much again and thank you guys for listening as always happy wind down wednesdays and i'll see you guys next time bye thank you bye. <laughs>